Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing Page Optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome, everyone. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And this week, I am very happy to have my buddy Larry Kim, the founder of Wordsmith. Uh, Larry and I go back a ways on the speaking circuit, back to 2009, ancient days. Welcome, Larry. Hey, hey, Tim. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Absolutely. So for those folks that aren't familiar with Wordstream, can you give us a quick summary or recap of what you guys do? Sure. We're the, one of the largest pay-per-click advertising software and services companies in the world, and we specialize specifically on helping smaller and medium-sized businesses achieve their advertising goals. Okay, well, as you probably know, in a former life, I ran a PPC management agency called Epic Sky, and it morphed into Site Tuners because we found a lot of issues on the conversion end of our clients' campaigns. But you're working the upstream side and the traffic sources, so let's let's talk about the world of traffic sources upstream and how that connects to conversion. What are some of the exciting things going on in traffic acquisition these days? Sure. The great topic, Tim, the, you know, ads are just becoming super, super more, more targetable uh, and, and more richer in terms of the formats. So there's a ton of innovation happening on ad formats, whether it be on the major platform, Twitter and Facebook and Google that allow you to be a, a lot more picky, all right, in terms of like the targeting and also provide a much better kind of an ad experience. Uh, and both of these have a tremendous uh, impact on conversions, sometimes as much as three to five times, which okay, is Okay, so a, a what I'm, you know, that's, that's monstrous. Yeah, three to five times. Can you imagine the economics if your cost per acquisition of a client or lead went down by a factor of three to five just based on the traffic alone? Okay, so there's really kind of two components to that. So, or actually three. So, if I can break it down, maybe we can talk about it this way. Tell me if this is a good framework. One is segmenting or, or targeting the right audience as narrowly as possible. One is personalizing and making sure that you have something relevant to that audience. Okay, so if I could break it down a little bit, you can think of these new ad formats and everything in three dis- distinct areas. Okay, one is how do you segment or you know, narrow cast to a very specific audience? How do you select the audience? The second is how do you personalize things and have a relevant message for that audience? And then finally, what's the response mechanism or how do you want them to respond to that message? Is that a good framework, Larry? Yeah, I think I think that's pretty great. You're always thinking about things as a funnel, Tim. <laughs> okay, well then let's talk first about the selecting audiences. What kind of capabilities are there? What are some of the unique things that you've seen in terms of being able to target? Sure, the the most powerful audience segmentation tool in in the ad space like currently is this notion of custom audiences. So that's where you can upload a very specific list of emails or phone numbers or user IDs and target ads to those individuals. So it's it's almost like it's like a laser precision bombing here like in terms of your <laughs> okay. ad, ad 
ad targeting because you know previously you know even even things like remarketing I, I believe me I love remarketing but you still don't really know who you're targeting you don't you know like it's just somebody who visited certain pages on your site or you know, like you don't know exactly that it was Larry or Tim who stopped by there and so you know Facebook and Twitter with their support for like custom audiences and tailored audiences lets you treat search engine marketing a lot more like how you would use email marketing in terms of the hyper specific individual targeting and Google doesn't have anything there yet but it's been reported that they are planning on releasing something there before the end of the year. Yeah, you know, Google's always taken the line, I think, politically or ethically that they won't collect any personally identifiable information. So even they, they know about you through cookies and other means, they won't tie that to an individual and, and so that that's not as flexible, or at least currently. Yes, uh, that is. The, it's not. It's not that they can't do it. It's just they. They haven't offered that intentionally. Uh, yeah, although, they've chosen not to do it as an ethical thing. I guess maybe is a better way of putting it. Of course. Uh, however, I think the competitive realities are that, like you know, Facebook is offering this thing, and it's it's so popular among advertisers that they're going to have to figure out a way that you know that doesn't ruin everyone's privacy, but yet you know makes this this kind of functionality. Possible. Yeah, and then you know, Facebook is on the other extreme of that, which is basically always pushing the privacy envelope everything that you do by default is public you know that's kind of seems to have been their mo yeah pretty much but you know facebook by doing this and by getting the traction that they have has really kind of created an out for google if you will like you know everyone else is doing it you know this is nothing new <laughs> this is nothing new it's kind of like just it's this, not dangerous <laughs> you know it's just annoying right so it yeah, gives them air cover if you will Yes, yes, it does, and, and, well, and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Well, let's see. So let's talk about what Facebook is currently doing. I mean, how what kind of targeting can you do? I mean, just give us a hyper-targeted laser example. You know, uh, Tim, like what's so unbelievable about these lists are that you can populate the lists using either remarketing or specific emails and phone numbers. And then then what you can do is overlay demographics and, and purchasing behaviors on top of that. All right. So like say you've got 100,000 people who visited your site. That's a pretty big list of, of cookies. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they're not all your target buyers. But what if you knew that your buyer had a certain job title or worked at a certain type of company with, you know, 10 or more employees? Employees, or you know, recently purchased a boat, or have, has an anniversary coming up. You see what I mean? Like you right. can kind of kind of overlay these these demographic and and kind of behavioral targeting options on top of list-based targeting, traditional like remarketing or or this new custom audiences to really find the needle in the haystack. You know what I mean? And then okay. So, so let, let's kind of switch gears to then talking about, okay, so you have this audience, and so what do we, I mean, it's, it's critical that you hit them with a laser-like message as well, and not just as kind of the generic crap that you're putting in your PC ads or other places, right? So let's talk about the importance of crafting specific ads for these audiences. Of course. So you you have a tremendous amount of information about these people. Like you can target them down to like audiences of like fifty people or you know twenty five people. So like yes, you could definitely come up with very uh, specific messaging. You know, it could even be a little too specific. You know, possibly uh, creeping people out a little bit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know you did this. <laughs> well, well, there was, there was. I mean, there, there, here, here's the other side of that, right? There's a very famous uh, anecdote going around about Target.com and the way that one of the fathers found out that his daughter, teenage daughter, was pregnant is that they started getting online coupons for diapers because they, based on the demographics of her, they were and the kind of things she was looking for on the site using the same browser, they were able to figure out that she was pregnant at the moment. So you could absolutely use that type of targeting. Like you don't have to be target to do that. You can absolutely do that in Facebook ads right now. That's called behavioral targeting. And the things that you would target are like people who purchased, I don't know, pregnancy tests recently. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> or, or, or certain types of like pre-pregnant, like prenatal vitamins. And like they've got it down to like very, very specific purchases, 2,500 specific types of products that, that you can target against. Those are very strong signals often in terms of like, you know, being part of your target market or not. So, so, so those are things that you can do in in uh, in the in the ad targeting, uh, and and you're talking about being specific. And sometimes, like you can you can do them manually. So that's those are examples where you specifically, you know, specify either life events or demographics or recent you mean purchases, like birthdays or anniversaries or things like that that people volunteer. Like, a, oh no, it can be also inferred. So it could be like a death in the family. It could be like a, a new baby. It could be a, a twenty. If, if you're a jeweler or something like that, you want to target people with like, you know, 25 anniversary coming up or something like that. You know what I mean? I think this is very interesting because from a conversion perspective, you're really narrowing in the targeting fields ahead of time so that you're not you know, broadcasting these ads to like people who might be your prospect, but rather are really focusing a very targeted spend on on like people who you have very high confidence are meet all all the criteria of your target buyer. Uh, and in terms right, of both- so, well, I just we're we're up against our first break. Uh, when we come back, I want to explore this further. We'll come back to the notion of hyper targeting uh, to known clients or known prospects. We'll be back in two minutes after a word from our sponsors. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. 
As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Welcome back to LPO, landing page optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, landing page optimization, talking with my friend Larry Kim, uh, the founder of, of WordStream. Uh, Larry, before the break, we were talking about this kind of uh, the ability to, to target people very, very narrowly. Um, and again, I, I would like to kind of just switch gears and say, uh, what's the importance of having an R target message? In other words, everybody thinks it's better to have, you know, just eyeballs, this differentiate, undifferentiated cattle out there. And if you get a million of them, like the spam emailers, or if you have run of network ads, then that's better. I mean, explain the, the, the need to just ignore people that are not in your audience and laser focus the message. Sure. Uh, the way that both Facebook and Twitter ads works is they have this notion of quality score for your ads, Tim. So, you know, the, basically it has to do with creating ads with very, very high engagement rates. Like an engagement rate has to do with how often people like or, or reply or favorite or retweet the, the, the posts that, that they're seeing in their timeline in relation to the number of times they're shown to people in general. And mm-hmm. If you have a very, very high engagement rate, like, you know, 5, 10, 20% engagement rates, then what you'll be rewarded with huge amounts of impression share. So, so they'll very aggressively want to show that promoted post to your audience and also the cost per engagement, like what you actually pay for those, you know, click and, and follows and things like that will be exponentially smaller as, as much, as much as like one tenth of a penny even. Like we've gotten it down to, you know, below one penny per engagement. So, there's definitely a huge financial incentive to like not this notion of getting it out in front of a lot of people. That's definitely a losing strategy because, I mean, Google, uh, Facebook and Twitter—they're no dummies. They don't want to spend to- uh, to- like they don't want to annoy people by promoting posts that no one is engaging with. They would much rather push the the ones that the people are actually uh, find interesting. And so, oh, oh, I, I mean, so the economics. Okay, so this, let, let me let me just let me spell it out for for our listeners. The economics actually works in both directions. You're getting incentives and kind of is in effect buying your traffic cheaper by having high engagement ads. And on the other end, they're much more likely to convert. So it's kind of a, a multiplier effect. If you, They might be twice as cheap and twice as likely to convert. So you, you're getting, like you say, three to five times efficiency. Absolutely. And just to prove that this other notion of just getting in front of lots of people doesn't work, they won't even bother showing your ads in the first place. Like if the engagement rate is like half a percent or, or, or less, like why would they bother even showing it? They won't. Just, you, you get zero impression. So it's like you, you didn't do anything to begin with. But but yes, so that, that that's like a real key is, is to get those engagement rates up, micro-targeting. And there's two ways to do that, Tim. You can explicitly specify the audiences that you, that you specify. 
Spotify or Declare. Uh, the other way is, is that there's a rise of these automated ad formats, product listing ads on Facebook, for example, and that's done automatically where, like, say you're like a, an e-commerce store like e- eBay or something like that with millions of products and, and it just automatically remembers what products you've seen recently and then you'll see the ads for those products like automatically showing up in your feed 10 seconds later. Yeah, and I guess there's a trade-off there with relevance too and how long do you keep showing those retargeted ads because you know it's one th- for, well for example with baby diapers you know that's probably useful for a couple of years and now when your kid turns five or something you definitely don't need diapers anymore if I was looking for something like a concert or a plane ticket those things have an expiration date so I mean what's the trade-off between being on target and being irrelevant or annoying and just kind of ghosting people around and following them with these the same ad over and over. I would definitely do some research into what's your purchase cycle in terms of number of hours or days between the time when they first hear about you to when they, they check out. And, and a general rule of thumb that I like to recommend to people is is to set the membership duration so that how long do you follow people around to two or three times the, the average sales cycle. You know, if you set it any less than that, then you're losing out on conversions. And if you set it any higher than that, uh, like, like you just said, you're, you risk selling to like people who, who have no intention of, of, of buying your stuff Anymore. So okay, like so you know, basically kind of- know your sales cycle and make sure you get the, the long tail of that sales cycle. But beyond that, I mean, it's, it's pretty much dead. Pretty much. Like the idea here is that you're going to be repopulating that remarketing or, or list audience with new people coming in the funnel to your website every day or every minute. So why not just go after those kind of lower hanging fruit, if you will? Yeah. And then just to, for uh, the listeners not familiar with targeting or remarketing, the basic idea is once somebody visits your site or related sites that, that you think would be relevant to their purchase, anywhere else they go on the internet, there's going to get served ads. Uh, based on their behavior on your site or the fact that they visited it. So it's kind of following them around uh, even uh, when they're not right in front of you, as it were. And in terms of conversion optimization, it's it's a game changer. It really makes it so that uh, all those abandoners, uh, you know, they're tagged and you, you're turning that, you know, one, one chance into like, you know, 100 chances. Well, so the I guess the, the old advertising you know, finding, and I don't know how factual it is, but certainly the idea of buying through association or buying through uh, familiarity is true. So you have to have, say, 17 impressions of a brand or a product before someone buys it. I mean, I'm not sure that's like, you know, a hard fact or anything, but the point is that remarketing hits them with those additional impressions in other contexts, so they're more likely to buy. Tim, that's absolutely true. We've done our own research on this particular matter. And what I can tell you is that what we find, so we did some research showing the conversion rate normalized according to how many times people see your remarketing ads. Okay. And so what we found was that, first of all, the, the, the conversion rates at baseline were very high because, you know, this is people who are already familiar with your brand because they've visited your site before. But the very, very interesting thing about this was that we found that as people saw your ad more times, you know, three, four, five, seven, ten times, uh, they were less likely to click on those ads, okay, But because they've seen it so many times, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, th- 
but those who did click on it were like twice as likely to convert as when you got to 10 impressions so so meaning it's like okay it's almost like capitulation they're saying like oh i've seen it so many times i'm gonna finally do whatever it was i was i started and 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 you got me you know it's like give up so you know that's why i'm saying don't well uh, and i don't think it's necessarily a wear me down kind of thing it's uh you know what i i think the reality that most people really want to give enough weight to is that we're all super busy and we all have you know attention deficit disorder whether clinically diagnosed or not when we're in front of a web browser so you just have to catch me in that split second when i'm willing to devote attention to finishing that task yeah google google refers to that as as micro moments so like they're saying that the way that people access the internet today is not just sitting down at their desk you know (laughs) on a desktop it's like they're on the bus they have a free five minutes and they need you know they think of something and they do it right then and there that's sort of the the new model and they probably wouldn't even think of it unless they saw that ad pop up on their phone while they're, they're checking one of their apps or something absolutely yeah you got it Okay, well, when we come back after our last break, I want to explore this kind of mysterious side of Larry Kim. I understand, Larry, that you were in the Army, but only for one year. As far as I know, they don't make deployments that short. We'll be back, though, in two minutes and explore this side of Larry Kim. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Internet Marketing Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, with LPO, Landing Page Optimization, continuing my conversation with Larry Kim, the founder of WordStream. Larry, how do you get to be in the Army for a year? Is this like the the Larry custom plan, like progressive insurance? 
you know, I was kind of in the middle of university between second and third year of engineering college and you know how it is you're at that age you're trying to figure out what you want to do and it's just not in love with with my classes and thought I would take a break and and try something different and that was about as different as as I could try and uh, sure college or army yeah sure uh, you know you know I was putting myself through school at the time and so money was short and you know they offered uh, you know food and they'll pay you like 27 bucks a day or something like this you know you, you get to it's like basically camping and shooting at things and blowing things up so what's not to love um, I think you must have seen a rerun of stripes on, on late night TV as well right no kidding like we we would do funny things you know I don't know throwing grenades at things and and but like you say what mom wouldn't be proud of her son in that situation right yeah I guess it kind of it was it was kind of interesting but you know I just have trouble with that it was just too much structure and I I think maybe you're the same way Tim it's like we we need we need to be free and, and yes entrepreneurs were not much for routine I gotta admit I was uh, the, the Naval Academy was very heavily recruiting me and but when I found out about the jumping jacks at six in the morning and the no car on campus till junior year and that kind of structure yeah I kind of decided to go to UC San Diego on the beach on the full ride scholarship that sounded like a much better idea yeah. Yeah, I think it was a really valuable experience in terms of you know sometimes you learn what you don't want to do and um and, and that gives you motivation to, to work harder at, at that other thing, like anything other than that. You know what I mean? Like, yes, absolutely. I, I want to close out on some different, uh, you know, I have to say we all bring our own bias. You know, it's kind of like the, the parable of the men feeling the elephant, whether you feel the trunk or the leg or the tusk. You think it's a, the blind men, you know, have very different experiences. I think we all bring our own biases to stuff. So I have to admit one of my biases, and that is I work on web conversion. So web or mobile web, but I, you try to drive people to some kind of online experience and then you convert them. But can you talk for a minute about ad formats and upstream uh, innovations that bypass that completely and the importance of mobile in particular? Yeah, this is very transformative. Golly, you brought up, Tim. More and more, the way that people access the internet is actually through mobile and not through desktop and that's really flipping on its head this notion of, of, of the conventional marketing funnel where people have to visit some kind of website and then go to a landing page and then convert you know so a couple ideas here uh, click to call is, is quite a game changer so that's where you do a search on Google for like lock, locksmith or something like this and rather than going to some website you can just click the call button and, and go straight to get, uh, talk to the, to the person to the business owner on the phone and that's like a 100% conversion rate so you've basically switched from pay-per-click advertising to pay-per-lead because each time you, you pay for the call someone is actually making a call so that's quite a game changer. Well and only uh, not only that but also isn't it true that in the vast majority of cases someone who's actually willing to call you now and give you their full undevoted attention is a much higher quality lead than someone who fills out a form and gets an email from you a day or two later. 
it's three times more valuable according to my research like the, if just if someone fills out a, a lead form and you get back to them in the next day within 24 hours you have a 50% chance of connecting with that person you know 50, even though they filled out all that information because like 24 hours for that person you know the moment could have like, it's a lifetime, like whatever yeah, yeah whatever and, they and were even sales about. calls and even if you if you just if you take their number and you call them back there's research from inside sales that they did jointly with MIT where even calling someone a half hour later versus within the first five minutes by a factor of 30 lowers your likelihood of ultimately closing them. Yeah, so. these are big changes in, in conversion rates, no doubt. And like people should be thinking about using these types of ad formats not only on Google search, but also Facebook ads where they have recently introduced a call uh, extension. Those those are big deals because like on Facebook, 80% of the usage of Facebook is is mobile. So that like people have the ability to talk to you if, if they so desire to. You know, a couple other ideas. If you don't have a call center, there's other formats such as uh, lead generation cards. So that's where, where you just tap a button interested in signing up for something. You just say, sign me up, and then either Twitter or Facebook will automatically send the, the user's email. In, effectively, their full lead information with a one-click. Yeah, so you're you're turning it from pay-per-click to pay-per-lead and you know increasing the conversion rate by 30 times or something like that. Yeah. Okay, so folks, I think that's a good note to leave off on. Remember, your phone is not just a computer or something to play videos or something to watch movies on or something to swipe left and right on tinder it's also a phone so actually using it as a phone is a great response mechanism as much as i, I love web conversion larry thank you so much i, I know we could go on for for hours because you, you dish really solid data backed stuff uh, we'd love to have you back uh, those of you that want more of larry i'm hoping he'll be back for the next conversion conference may 2016 at the rio in vegas larry thank you again thanks uh tim have a good day it was my pleasure. And folks, we'll see you on the flip side. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.